Hello and welcome to another episode of the Auto Trader Podcast. My name is Wandile Sishi. And I'm George Meany. And we're finally back in the in the studio. Huh? Where were we? Well, we didn't record last week. Uh. Yeah, because I got I got sick and okay. my voice like left me and I sounded like a Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> Sasquatch. Yeah, what's a Sasquatch actually? Now, now I think about that. What's the South African equivalent of a of a Sasquatch? Would you say? Like a Togoloshi or something? Probably not even. Sasquatch is like a Bigfoot. Bigfoot, yeah, I think maybe a big. Uh, I don't know. Bigfoot doesn't exist in South Africa. Yeah, Bigfoot only exists in Florida. Yeah, no, not here. In America. Well, I sounded like you know, I sounded terrible. So, but now it's back. Sounded like a bullfrog. Yeah, I sounded horrendous. I mean, I did call you during that time, I think, and it was just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I sounded like. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so we're going to we back in the in the studio hmm. finally. Well, I'm 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 like it's just, I've got I've got I've got very low energy today. Yeah. Um, I was up at half past four this morning to go to the gym. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. I like. Why did you go to the gym at five then? I did. I got up at half past four to get dressed to get to the uh, gym at five. I see. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I just I, I just think I woke up too. Early. <laughs> I but I see you, you got a what is that like an espresso? Yeah, well, this is to try and kind of wake up. Yeah. Um, I've never understood coffee. I've never <laughs> like uh, been into the entire river. But you've had an interesting week. I mean, you had bricks this past weekend as well. No. What's wrong with you? There's too much coffee in there. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I was at um, I was at Bricks uh, on Saturday. So Bricks is actually starting today, right? The actual summit. Yeah. The the, the the I think the public summit is yeah. uh, is starting today. Yeah. Um, which on the day of recording of this, um, which will be over by the time this airs. Mm. Um, I'm not crying. Don't don't worry. <laughs> It's gonna be okay. I mean, the government's gonna get it right. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was it was an interesting uh, two panels I I sat on, which kind of was all centered around the just energy transition, um, and um, and uh, you know a, a lot of what South Africa is doing in relation to the just energy tra- energy transition. Obviously, my my role on that panel was more around um, electric vehicles. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, driving the same message home that 62% of our manufacturers export. Um, there's no green paper, or should I say there's no white oh, paper yeah. from the green paper yet. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, it's not trying to criticize the, the, the government. It's just, we're all just moving too slowly. And, you know, OEMs are, I think, getting a little bit frustrated. What was the sentiment? Because, I mean, the panel wasn't made up of, it was made up of just people across industries, right? So it wasn't well, it was across banks, um, um, you know, big consulting firms. I think BCG was there, um, yeah. and uh, you know, a whole, a whole, a, a whole, a broad spectrum of um, mm. of uh, industry players. I mean, if you go back about two years, this is completely not what we're supposed to talk about, <laughs> so, but That's it's right. okay. <laughs> if you go back two years, I mean, it, uh, the conversations weren't there. So, I mean. Yes, it's moving slowly, but you know, at least we're having the conversations now. Yeah, um, you know, I'm just hoping it's not a little too little too late. Yeah. Um, you know, like we 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 can't wake up and change the world mm-hmm. in South Africa. It it takes a long time for 
first of all, regulation to be drafted, mm. okay, or changed. Mm-hmm. Then to get that regulation to work in the economy, then businesses need to formulate plans and and change their operations around those regulations. That takes years to do. Yeah. It's not overnight. Um, you know, so so we do not have a white paper for um electric vehicles or, or new energy vehicles yet. And uh, and 2035 is around the corner. If you had to say four key takeaways in terms of next steps from this summit. Well, the summit's not over, right? Yeah. Just from the panels. Um, I think it's really just um, regulation needs to be high on the agenda. Okay. Um, you know, corporate business uh, need to help the transition. So, you know, the, the, the corporate world's not off the hook. Um, as a consumer, we need to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the third thing. Um, you know, as consumers, do we take it seriously enough? Yeah. Um, or do we just uh, go from month to month not thinking about it, waiting for somebody else to do it? If you look at countries where the transition was a lot faster, such as like Sweden, um, a lot of the Scandinavian... It starts with regulation. Regulation there, right? Mm-hmm. In America, what was it there? Just cheap vehicles? Well, America's a, America's a, a, um, an odd... Not an odd market. It's just the biggest market in the world. So yeah. therefore... Um, Even if know, like 10% people buy in, that's enough. It, it's... For change to happen. I mean, you had Tesla. So, so Tesla was the catalyst. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tesla is a catalyst for electric vehicles. I'm talking about electric vehicles, that is. Tesla was a catalyst. Um, They just brought to market a vehicle that was good-looking, fast, efficient, worked. um, And affordable. And affordable. Mm -hmm. So so, uh, uh, you can only – I think you can only do that in a big market like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no – I know you've got on the list here Vietnamese Vinjay, (laughs) but uh, – you know, I, I think Tesla was the catalyst there. Yeah, yeah. And they've proven, they've proven. And Al Gore, I mean, Al Gore was talking about global warming. Years ago. I remember years when I watched ago. this documentary. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's been, that scary documentary. It was like, the world's going to end. Ice Age, and uh, it, was, it was terrifying. So. <laughs> Ice Age. <laughs> I want a squirrel like that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. I remember that. I remember that. It was a weird time in, in Anyways, moving on. So we got a few things to talk about today. Um, the first one is obviously the, the industry reports out. I know some people who are squirrels <laughs> like that. Like like the squirrel from Iceland? Yeah. No hoarders. It's unpacked. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to talk about um, this, this interesting study that came out, which uh, looked into the most uh, loved and hated brands globally. And then we'll talk about that Vietnamese company. And mm. I want to get some thoughts from you. But starting with the reports, I mean, six months in now. Um, Talking about the car industry report, car published by Auto Trader. Car industry report, which reveals um, searches, um, views, intents, and sales of, of used cars in, in South Africa. Anything interesting that's come out of there? Well, I mean, let's just kind of first ask the question: What's the point? Yeah. Okay. Why, why do we why do we produce these these numbers? And um, I think I think the simple answer is. Because Autotrader is real-time in mm-hmm. terms of consumer searching, you know, there's a, there's a search conducted every 11 seconds. I think 17 seconds. 17 seconds. Yeah, 17 seconds. Um, used to be 11. Um, no, 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 no. That's the other way around. There's uh, 17 searches per second. 17, 17 searches per second. Okay. 
It used to be 21 searches per second. It's come down a bit. Yeah, I'm still 17 searches per second on all the trade platform. Um, there is a whole bunch of useful leading indicating leading indicators uh, in terms of data mm-hmm. available in those 17 searches per second. Mm. Like what prices are people searching for? Mm. What cars are being listed at what prices? What cars are being removed at what prices? Uh, uh, where is the... Uh, majority of uh, um, listed vehicles in terms of price. How is that price changing? Um, what models are more popular? What makes them more popular? Um, what are people aspirational about? I mean, we, 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 we'll get into the detail of the report now, but we know that BMW were, was the most aspirational brand searched for on Autotrader, just being displaced by VW. I mean, you're speaking to searches there, right? And yes. I, think, I think it's important. Well, it's at the top of the funnel, right? That's the top of the funnel. That's... I mean, most people that own the first car you search is not the one that you end up buying. End up buying, yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, you start aspirationally, so and the then you end up becoming realistic. Top, exactly, exactly that. So the search tells us about the, the aspirations of mm. the cycling consumer ultimately what they ideally in a perfect world would would want. Yeah, I mean, if you if you if you look at the funnel, the you know the one we've created in this uh, um, in this report, it starts with searches right at the top of the funnel. That's aspirational. Mm-hmm. Then it ends. Uh, then it then it goes to uh, advert views, which is further down the funnel, but more intent. Okay, then real intent inquiries. Yeah, and then actual sales. Yeah, you know so. Uh, um, you know, some of that we can't measure inside the dealership in terms of what happens on the floor, but uh, we can draw some inferences. Yeah. In terms of, um, if a car is removed from the platform, it's likely sold. Hundred mm. percent. I mean, what was interesting for me is, I mean, you, you've kind of alluded to it. You know, kind of Volkswagen is now the the, the most searched for brand. Um, I mean, there's no surprise there for me. Um, I think what was more surprising was the fact that BMW was displaced. Um, I think that was kind of a, a bigger shocker for me because for two years now, BMW has been kind of, you know, SA's favorites. Yeah, uh, um, you know, BMW is one of those aspirational German brands. Mm. But uh, maybe it's an indication, don't know this for sure, but maybe it's an indication that um, people's aspirations are closer to their reality. Mm. People so, have become a little bit more realistic. Yes, because of the interest rate rises, um, inflation, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, could be for sure, for sure. So what about some? Um, so that's searches. Let's go. Let's let's move down. Let's go down the final actually. Um, and, and views. Let's talk about views. So 175 million CVs were opened in the last year. Um, Polo was number one. No surprise there. Ranger two and then Hilux three. I mean, those are South Africa's favorite cars. Well, uh, Ranger and Hilux, both uh, Bucky's, mm-hmm. which kind of shows you what people are viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, VW Polo. Mm. Like aspiration is in line with reality. Mm. Mm. Um, a little bit more in line with reality. 100%. And then, I mean, should we go straight to sales or do you want to talk about inquiries a little bit? Well, I mean, the, uh, just in terms of the difference between um, inquiries versus sales themselves. But, uh, you know, what's interesting was that a Suzuki appeared on the top 10 list at the bottom, at, mm. on the position number 10, but uh, Suzuki appeared in the top 10 list displacing Land Rover. Mm. Um, now, Land Rover is quite a aspirational, yeah. you know, upper-end vehicle. Um, but, uh, but in the end, um, again, maybe reality is hitting home with uh, the economic environment. So, um, I, I obviously, I've, I had to do a little bit of digging to see what's, 
if you compare this to new car sales and, and new car sort of, I guess, popularity, um, the used car is quite close. The only big difference I, I've noticed, at least, is um, that on the used car space, there's more of the aspirational brands or a bigger model um, offered by the, the OEM. Mm. Um, is that an indication that people might potentially be, when it comes to new cars, just the prices just doesn't make total financial sense? Go to use, you can get more for 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 your money. I, I think that's always been the case. It's a you know it's a case for the same money you get more out of the car yeah. from a used point of view. Um, <clears throat> the uh, the smaller entry level cars seem to be doing pretty well from a new point of view. Mm. Um, but uh, uh, but if you spend that same money on a used car, you get more car for your money. Exactly, um, and. I think we look at top 10, I think that's that's kind of problematic because those, like the Starlet, for instance, I think it's the Toyota Starlet, for instance, is a super popular new car. Still on the list, it's not on the top 10. Yeah, It just falls, you know, a bit lower and you'll see, you know, the three series and the C-Class is a bit higher on the list um, yeah. versus them. So, you know, um, I think the, the that's the nice thing about choice. You you can go and sort of go and figure out what, what works best for your wallet. But sales, this is new. Why do we include sales this year? Well, we, you know, we think we've we've uh, we've figured out <coughs> how um, how listers mm. um, put listings on the platform and take listings off, mm. and we've refined our moderation, mm-hmm. you know, which means that we're a lot more in touch with um, with what gets listed and what gets removed, um, not allowing vehicles to become stagnant on the platform as mm-hmm. far as possible. So, so we're a lot better at that. So is, you know, we think we can give an indication of sales. Yeah. Just remember, Auto Trader is not um, 100% of the market, um, but it is uh, the vast majority of the vehicles are listed on Auto Trader. So therefore, Auto Trader is an indication of uh, sales trends. 100%. So at the top of the... Used car models. Any surprise, first and foremost, in this list? Um, I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll just put it up on, on the screen. But at number one, Ford Ranger. And that's SA's best-selling... Uh, I, think it's, I think it was also the, be- the best-selling uh, new car, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not too sure. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's there and thereabouts with, uh, with Toyota Hilux. Yeah. Although, what's interesting to note about the Ford Ranger is the year model's younger. Mm. So, you know, you're looking at a four-year-old car versus a Hilux five-year-old. Mm. So people are, you know, um, going for maybe the Ranger because its its price point is similar to the Hilux, mm-hmm. but it's a younger car. Yeah, for sure. Even the Hilux would have a higher mileage um, on average, at least. For the yeah, ones well, at least 10%, before. right? Mm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, those two have been going at each other for the last two years. Um, and I think Hilux has been winning for a long time, but I think, honestly... I think last year's or this year's car of the year was actually the was the Ranger. Yeah, I think that the marketing team and the you know kind of the Ford team has done a great job at positioning this car um, and bringing something that's capable with the same sort of. Have you seen that new Raptor? It's stunning. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's and beautiful. I think a lot of people. <coughs> I think Ranger is, 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 is has entered the chats ultimately, mm. um, and you know we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens in the in the coming months. Um, I think Polo. Well, three and four, Polo and Polo Vivo. Um, no surprise there. Yeah. Um, although what's interesting is that the Vivo is half the volume of the of the Polo. Mm. Um, I mean, the top three, they, they 
I mean, they run away with the numbers, right? Yeah. Um, I think, for, for instance, just the Ranger alone, its numbers was more than some of total OEM sales for some of the other guys, mm. players in the market. So, yeah, they, I mean, they, they completely just dominate uh, the market. Um, but Polo, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna sit down. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say dominate with with Hilux on the heels, but uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think I don't think dominates is uh, well specifically those three those three models I mean, yeah. make up a large portion of all the sales. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's super interesting. Anything from the EV space that you want to spotlight? Yeah, it's just course? it's it's a world of hurry up and wait. That's the, the, yeah. the, the, you know, the reality is the, the, the nice thing is that um, the number of EV models brought to market has almost doubled. Mm. So now there are 15 electric vehicles, mm. uh, different electric vehicles that are listed, not 15 listings, mm-hmm. 15 different models that have been listed, which, uh, um, you know, which takes, takes the number of models up from nine mm. In the previous year, so that's encouraging. Um, the The downside is that the average price point is still almost one point five million rand. Yeah, and uh, and that's where the problem is: is the price point. I mean, the top selling one was the i three at that six hundred thousand, which is six hundred thousand rand, but it's, it's still a twenty eighteen model. Mm. So, yeah. so you can see people want electric cars. You can see it in the in the in the intent yeah. and in the search numbers. But when it comes to actual EVs being sold, it's only in the upper segments, yeah. um, predominantly from a new point of view, and then the i3, but that's because the price is dropping. When do you think it's going to be sitting at numbers of, you know, mid-thousands, like 5,000, let's say 5,000, 10,000 odd sold? An interesting question. I, I think it's going to be a couple of years. Like 10 years? Mm. Yeah, I mean it'll be exponential, so maybe not ten. Yeah, um, you know if uh, if it's if it's exponential, it'll get there in you know a handful of years. But it's it's slow in the beginning. Hundred percent. That's pretty much the reports. But if you want to read the entire thing, you can find it at at reports.orgtrader.co.za, um, where we really unpack a lot of these stats and there's some really cool thought leadership um, and insights. So let's see what happens. I think the year is still going to change. It's still pretty early, um, so we'll see what happens. Moving on, I read a really interesting article um, where this company essentially were looking at what are the most loved and hated brands in the world. Hated is a strong word. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to be, you know, provocative <laughs> with that. But, I mean, what they did is they took tweets and the sentiments of, of tweets mm. um, where people had mentioned the brand as well is as this the sentiment. Pre uh, or post Musk's takeover? This is post. Post, okay. Yeah, so maybe post. maybe it's not as many bots. Yeah, not, not as many bots. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I think we have a, I think we have a little bit of a, a graphic to, to kind of unpack this a little bit. But, and it looks at every single country in the world. So you can see by country what's the most loved and most hated. Maybe we can just start in South Africa um, with most loved. Um, which looks like it's Suzuki, <laughs> based on on this. Well, it's not surprising. I mean, look at Suzuki sales. No, yeah. Um, you know, Suzuki sales in South Africa are flying. Hundred um, percent. But I think what this really tells you is not necessarily what's the most loved or most hated brand, but which brand people want to engage with the most on social media. Um, I think that's the one caveat that's not included here in terms of. Well, it's interesting that uh, Kia is in that uh, um, you know in that mix. Well, in Swaziland, yeah. Um, you know, oh, is that Swaziland? Yeah. Not uh, not South Africa. Yeah. Okay. And right. most hated in South Africa is Lincoln, which is not even here. So you know, this is where I was like, okay, you know what, this is um, 
uh, yeah. I don't think we hate cars. So I think somebody just had a Lincoln and hates it so much. Yeah, it's probably it's like so one one person, one vote. <laughs> yeah, it's a Lincoln. It's probably an American living in South Africa. Probably wasn't even talking about the Lincoln. Probably talking about <laughs> yeah, some yank from Florida. <laughs> but yeah, really interesting. I mean, if you look at this, this based off of this, um, the most loved is it's not surprising there. Um, in my opinion, it's, it's Tesla. Well, Tesla exactly. So you know, I think Tesla has has done a, an amazing. I mean, look at our electric car mm. uh, buyer survey. Yeah, and how um, how Tesla features mm. as a brand, not even in South Africa. Yeah, um, yeah. in that report. Yeah, hundred percent. Most hated, though. However, is South Africa's most loved, um, according to the report. Well, at least. remember this is worldwide. Yeah, this is worldwide. Um, which was Ford. Um, Wonder why. I think I have a reason. Well, I think I know why. I think one in America, there's so many Fords. Um, so in terms of the chances of somebody being disgruntled by their car. It's a numbers game. It's a numbers game, exactly. Yeah. That. And, uh, and, and, and I see Lincoln, the, um, pri- a premium subsidiary. Yeah, Ford. Or Ford. Yeah. So that's how well, I, I think you're right. It's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a numbers game. Mm. Um, but then why would Tesla be up at the top? I think they have a great marketing team. I mean, this is all, all based on social Tesla media. Tesla doesn't market, eh? Elon is the biggest marketing tool <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Are you, calling Elon, to, are you yeah. calling Elon a tool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not. That's my that's my fellow South African. But he's he's um, you know I think he's he's a large reason why um, yeah. why it's the case. Plus, it's I mean the, the brand as a whole is just very provocative, and I think a lot of people. I think it's aspirational. It's, uh, you know, electric car, future, futuristic, all those things. 100%. But, you know, if you want to see that, maybe we'll leave the description. If you want to see in great detail what are the most loved and hated brands, according to this one, uh, I guess, study. Last but not least, there is a new brand that is, it's worth the most. So what, what let's first define what, what makes a brand worth the most in terms of, like, the value of, of a car company. Um, well, I mean, I, I don't know if you can call it the value of the brand as much as you can call it its market cap <laughs> yeah. on a stock exchange. You know, so don't, you know, what does that even mean, though? I think is, is that well, it's how much people are willing to buy the stock for. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, this. Um, I mean, historically, uh, Toyota and, and Tesla have been kind of at the top, and, and I think VW hmm. have been at the very top. VW for a lot of reasons. I mean, they own a lot of, of brands. One. Tesla, because it's kind of the, the fastest growing company, well, one of the fastest growing companies in the world. And then, you know, um, yeah. So where, where do these guys come in? Where, who are they, first and foremost? Um, so their name is Vinfast, right? Mm-hmm. <coughs> and uh, uh, they hail from Vietnam, Yeah. part of a conglomerate. And you said to me that 99% of the outstanding shares were owned by one man. One person, yeah. Um, and he's just become 40 billion US dollars rich. Yeah. That's um, but that's tied to his shares, yeah. right, on the, on the NASDAQ. So this company just listed, um, and uh, there will obviously be a rally. Uh, let's see where it goes. Yeah. I don't think it's going to last very long. I mean, what are the volumes of the sales of these cars? Um, so they've only sold about 19,000. <laughs> Uh, delivered at least 19,000 vehicles. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is a bit of a bubble then. I think so too, yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's nice to see that there's there's more EV makers out in the world. I'm sure that, I don't know what the price of the vehicles are, but I would assume that it's it's a lot cheaper. I mean, it's from Vietnam, right? So, mm. um, Well, the name of this car is called Vinjay, right? 
I think it's like Vin, yeah. Vin. Yeah, Vin J E V. Oh, just Vinay, Vinay. Yeah, Vin J. Um, and yeah, let's see, let's see how it goes. I think it's uh, it's pretty well. If they've only sold nineteen thousand cars, there's no way the volume justifies the most valuable company in the world. Yeah, so I think one of the big reasons is they've done a merger with one of the largest acquisition companies. Okay. So there's a lot of uh, confidence behind, um, I guess, how it's going to be managed. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I don't think it's going to last very long, but I wish them well. I mean, we need we need more players in the market. Let's see. That's pretty much all the time we have for today, George. Awesome. One deal, Sishi. See you next week. Ciao. <laughs>